Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello to you, the lovely person listening, and welcome back everybody to your favorite podcast, Growing and Glowing, with me, your host, Mrs. Ellie Swift. I am absolutely chuffed to have you here. I'm so thankful you've tuned in. I hope you are having the most wonderful day. This podcast is our safe space to delve into all things life learnings there may be from spirituality, self-love, motherhood, grief, friendship, relationships, the list goes on. I am here to provide you with a friend through what can be the very up and down journey of growing and of course glowing into the very best version of who you truly are. Welcome back everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. I hope the sun is shining. I hope you're feeling happy. If it is not sun shining right now, let's just not let that ruin the vibe, babe, because we're going to have a great day today. We're just going to put that out into the universe right now. We're starting off our day or ending on our day, whatever you're choosing to do with a big old chat from me to you. And let me tell you, this episode guys I feel like is one I've been um I feel like the universe has been giving me my struggles and I'm not letting them go in vain okay this episode is literally uh what's the word like a love letter from me to me honey and if you're here to listen to those home truths too because babe you need a bit of a reality check with how hard you are pushing yourself right now sister let me tell you you are not alone these past couple of weeks I have honestly do you know what let's just get straight into it Ellie I've been struggling I led in bed at two o'clock the afternoon having a cry and then laughing about it five minutes later because I realised, 
okay, babe, I think these nesting pregnancy hormones are at an all-time peak right now. I literally, I could not even believe myself. I made myself laugh so much after I got out of the moment. I ran upstairs to bed. I think I think maybe Connor and I had had like crosswords with each other or like two minutes of crosswords with each other. But do you know when you like run away and like you take yourself out of the environment and then you're like they're the only person I want to speak to though and I was led in bed having a cry and I was like Connor and he was like what I said can you come up here I want to talk and he was like what is it and I said I think I'm just feeling really overwhelmed and he looked at me And I looked at myself in the mirror and we just burst out into laughter together. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just not doing it anymore. You can check me out of hotel hustling, babe. I don't want to be a resident there anymore. I'm fed up of it. I'm retired, okay? And we're going to do that together today. Yeah, I feel like I've got so much in this episode that I really want to share with love with you guys. Um, because I feel like this is just a millennial way of living that we all need to kind of take a step back from 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 time to time and it's really really hard to do that so hustle culture we're gonna get into it but first of all let's start with an affirmation babe okay because we deserve it we're gonna set our day off with the right tone repeat after me hand over your heart deep breath in and out oh she's feeling pregnant babe she needs to roll her neck from side to side let's take another one okay repeat after me affirmation of the day i deserve to show up in this world exactly how i am and still be loved unconditionally for it i am enough let's repeat that i deserve to show up in this world exactly how i am and still be loved for it unconditionally i am enough and that ladies and gents is really going to come in to today's episode because i really think what hustle culture comes down to is this constant chasing of something that we label as happiness but really it's just subscribing to an identity or to a title that society tells us is happiness even though it's not as i am stepping into this last month oh my god guys when this episode goes live it's going to be giving birth month oh my god i am literally meeting one of my children this month or at least i hope it's this month hope so babe unless he's feeling really comfy in there you never know what could happen but yeah my due date is this month and oh I'm emotional I can feel the tears coming already but as I step in to this last month these very 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 final few weeks of pregnancy I am really consciously trying to slow down and my hormones as I have just mentioned in that little story just then of me crying my eyes out feeling overwhelmed literally I think it was honestly about the fact that we didn't have any bread left I think that's why I felt overwhelmed 
I was not seeing the joy in the moment, okay? I was not being self-aware, babe. She was not checked in. Nesting, hormonal, pregnant Ellie had fully, fully taken over this bod. My hormones are so, like, at a peak right now. And at the same time, I'm really struggling to commit to them. I'm really struggling to commit to what my body, what my hormones, what my soul is really craving for me to do right now, which is slow down. And it's because I have been so subscribed without even realising because it's such an idea in my mind that I have literally built like the foundation of my life off of for so many years now of hustle culture. Hustle culture is really believing that happiness lies somewhere beyond being the best. You're always giving 100%, you're hustling, you're moving a million miles an hour and I'm just here to maybe point out what if that's just not a great way to live our lives guys what if that is just a construction from society and the way that society has formed especially into this millennial way of living that is just totally not sustainable I mean when you think about it it's almost impossible to achieve that because parts of hustle culture and being the best at everything are so contradictory like you think about it okay here's like the checklist that we're all just given like you reach a certain age and you're just like given this checklist just to achieve and if you haven't achieved it it's like there's something wrong with you you're supposed to have perky boobs with a great body you're supposed to have a really stable relationship with a banging sex life don't forget to have a clean house with all of your home-cooked meals every dinner. Don't forget to have your perfect morning routine nailed down and you wake up at 4am and do your meditation, babe. Don't forget to have the baby but lose the baby weight. Don't forget to have perfect skin. Don't forget to keep up with the latest trends and buy all the latest makeup. Don't forget to have a great social life and meet up with all your friends twice a week and never be part of the outer circle because you have to be part of the inner circle all the time read a self-help book every single week and as a mother it's even more contradictory as a mother it's like oh my god how many times have you been asked where's the baby oh where's your little one? Oh, where's the toddler you're not with him right now and it's like if you're ever seen without the baby and you're a mum There's like this underlying judgment if you send your kid to nursery or if you have a nanny or if you have family help you out two days a week. But then at the same time, you're also supposed to adhere to this like girl boss culture that is like, yeah, winning at my career and I'm the best and I'm starting my own business, let alone the need to be without your child in most cases in order to be able to financially support them and care for them because having a baby can be expensive like hello especially within the first year of their life they're owed a new wardrobe every three months honey zero to three three to six six to nine nine to twelve so it's like where's the baby oh i'm just out financially supporting him actually or heaven forbid i'm actually seen out doing something without the baby because heaven forbid i'm allowing myself the me time that i'm so worthy of having because i'm still a woman even though I'm a mother at heart and absolutely mum first, I'm still a person with interests and hobbies and likes. These expectations we have as a society are not only mothers, not only women, not not only just like us, but everybody. 
you think about men and and the typical pressures that are put on them it's like when are we going to talk about the pressure of men being the main breadwinners in their household and they're also supposed to be this really hands-on dad and they're supposed to you know like be this doting husband and we've created these images in our mind or society has of who we should be these identities that we should subscribe to and these expectations are more often than not just too much what are you really chasing with this identity because the only thing you should be chasing is happiness and let me tell you happiness is not in the square footage of a house it's not in 50 grand in your savings account it's not in an amount of followers that you have happiness is not a destination happiness and what you should be chasing is literally right here in the small moments it's in the sunshine on your face it's in your toddler's laugh it's in that hug with your partner It's in the song that puts you in a great mood on the radio as you're driving to do your grocery shop of the week. But it's like somehow this happiness out of those small moments has been robbed because we've become so accustomed to seeing happiness being labelled on things like social media as like this five-star safari that costs £10,000 or holidaying in the Maldives or having the sports car. Like we all see that and think straight away that that is where happiness is but it's not coming from somebody who has been privileged enough to live some of those luxuries in life I can absolutely assure you yes it feels fantastic to have those moments but is that where my happiness has been led all along are those the only times in my life I felt pure relation and happiness no in fact the only times in my life I felt pure elation and happiness are in those small moments but it's not always easy to recognize them as we're living through them it's often when we look back in hindsight and that's why people always say hindsight is such a wonderful thing because you do realize when you get older when you've had more life experience what your happiness has been actually really based in in those moments And we size people up as this idea of happiness, as this idea of inspiration, literally based off of ego, based off of their number of followers, based off of what type of clothes they wear and where they're from. But what I think we're failing to realise is that by placing people's worth in that, in today's day and age, is just constantly feeding this I am not enough culture, which is addictive, And it's hard to get out of the circle of doing that. But we all feel bad that we're not enough. And then that's what we put our levels of life inspo on, is those, what we think is unattainable, you know, moments and things in life that we tell ourselves that's happiness, but then we also at the same time tell ourselves that that's not attainable. But then we still go on to Google lucky girl syndrome manifestation. You know, do you know what I mean? And I just want to be here to remind you today that you are enough. Of course you're enough. Look at you. Of course you are enough. And actually, I just really want you to take this moment right now, maybe for the first time today, maybe for the first time this week, to just be really, really present within yourself. We're not going to be wrapped up in the shoulds or the coulds, what we could be doing right now, what we should be doing right now, things I have to do when I get home. No, 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 no. 
just take that all out of your mind and just really zone in with yourself right now how are you how are you feeling how can you help yourself today what is your soul needing not what is your partner needing not what is your baby needing not what's your house needing not what's your boss needing what do you need what is your soul needing a lot of the time what your soul is really needing it's just being paid a little bit of attention to it's just slowing down emptying that stress bucket just for five minutes of today just for five minutes out of your 24 hours emptying that stress bucket allowing yourself the peace and recognizing the good and the happiness that is literally around you and available to you right now as we speak recognizing things are always 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 and i cannot stress this enough always working out in your favor this universe has a plan for you this universe wants you to succeed what you're being tested with right now is going to have a lesson for you on the other end of it and being stuck in this constant energy of go 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 100% productivity all the time it doesn't allow us to feel safe to surrender to the fact that what will be will be it doesn't allow us to surrender to the plan that the universe has for us it doesn't allow us to surrender to those inner thoughts that need a little bit of love we're just distracting it with this attempted sense of control through constant productivity that is leading to burnout we're not feeling safe to surrender to the ever-flowing abundance of the universe we're not feeling safe to surrender to knowing that what is meant for us will not miss us And what does it look like when we're not surrendering? When we're not surrendering to that, when we're really giving into hustle culture, we're not paying attention to our own needs and what we actually are craving. Real world examples, okay? Failing to communicate with our partner so it leads to more arguments. Two, 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 as I say that. It looks like feeling overwhelmed and feeling overstimulated, snapping at our toddler the dishes in the sink sending us over the edge that is when we are not surrendering and when we tell ourselves we're being productive are we actually being productive can you ask yourself that when you just sat on the laptop for two hours just then telling yourself you're online shopping this is me speaking to myself by the way telling yourself you're online shopping for your newborn baby that is about to shortly come into the world are you actually being productive Or are you just distracting an inner thought that actually probably needs a little bit of love and a little bit of attention? Wow, that is really airing. Some of my own dirty laundry there, honey. No, two hours spent online shopping and not even actually ending up buying anything, just literally leaving about 50 tabs open to then go back and buy it later on. That's not actually being productive. I'm telling myself in the moment I'm being productive because I'm quote unquote preparing for the newborn. Is it productive though? No. What would have been productive is spending half an hour sorting through some of Saint's old baby boy clothes in size newborn and figuring out what I still need versus what I already have. But of course, I'm going to spend the two hours online shopping because I need all of the best things from Zara. I need all of the best things from the latest baby shops because... I need to be accepted by society and I need my baby boy to be 
so comfy and so happy and these clothes are going to bring him happiness like this is just the the first real world example I could think of but I want you to ask yourself are you actually being productive or are you just telling yourself you're being productive and actually going off of that topic I don't think I genuinely understood how much hustle culture impacted me until I became a mum I always just told myself that work was an integral part of who I am and that it made me feel alive, which it does. And I just want to actually make a real point to say that there is a fine line for me personally between hustle culture and burning myself into the ground versus my genuine passion and love for what I do. And I think sometimes it's very easy to cross that boundary because... I do love what I do so much and whether or not you're listening to this and you're not even thinking of hustle culture in a career sense because hustle culture can be applied to honestly any aspect in life hustle culture does not just have to be in work and making money it can honestly be where you're pushing yourself too hard so that other things completely fall out of balance because of this one said goal that you are so desperate to reach yeah I don't think I really understood how much it impacted my life when it came to hustle culture with my work and my need, my incessant like need to work and be so successful in what I do really until I had a child because it wasn't until I had Saint and even more so now I'm about to bring this baby into the world and I'm being forced to slow down even more like that is where the resistance is coming from because I'm still trying to put on this hat of productivity and success that actually I was achieving like five years ago when I didn't have children I didn't have like this dog to walk I didn't have this little human to take care of I was just a 22 23 year old girl like living my best life with not really any responsibility in the world I was just finding my way but years later as a 27 year old mum of two with so many other things to think about I'm still trying to chase this level of like productivity in my day and 100 things to do on my to-do list when in actuality I haven't allowed myself the reflection or the time to pause to instead scale my to-do list right the way down to suit my life and so not only am I trying to achieve this level of productivity and success that I was achieving five years ago but I'm also trying to do that whilst juggling a hundred other balls at the same time and then wondering why I end up driving myself so insane that I lie in bed having a cry at 2pm in the afternoon feeling overwhelmed about the bread and the bread bin babe do you know what I mean like if that's not a reality check I don't really know what is and it's in those moments we need to be self-aware hello she's gonna practice what she preaches babe and I actually just want to know as well it is never a final destination like becoming this best version of ourselves where our house is always tidy and we're always so doting and patient as a mum and we're a great partner and we're always a 
the best friend in the world and we can always give 100% to everybody else whilst also feeling like we're taking care of ourselves like that is not a final destination that we reach one day when we turn 45 that is a daily practice that we have to put time and effort into every day and we are always having to choose for that to be our life or to at least put one foot in front of the other to choose to do that but getting back to the point of not realizing how much hustle culture really affected me until I became a mum I think back to even when my mum died which was just over three years ago now I didn't have any of my children yet and instead of really like dealing with my grief and processing the loss I kind of just threw myself into my work because it made me feel good hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that whatsoever because it brought me happiness in a really dark time in my life but I think I was also using work as a distraction away from things that I could have been processing at the time and I wasn't it was like okay I might not be able to have my mum anymore for the rest of my life but I can at least try to be the best in my job like I can at least try to really excel my own limitations in my career instead because I can choose to do that but since I've had a baby and I think this is such a huge integral uh part of becoming a mum that sure people warn you about but it's one of those things that you you can't understand you just physically can't comprehend it because it takes life experience until you've had a child you can't comprehend the fact that although you're of course expecting it and you have you know nine months to prepare for this new bundle of joy to come into your life people can say to you until they're blue in the face like your whole life is about to change but until you have lived that change you don't and you won't get it and it's always about trying to find a balance between without a doubt absolutely being mum first and I will be the first person to tell you I am a darn good mum I am I am a brilliant mum and at points I wish I could have been there for my younger self which is what I do through things like therapy and meditation and healing and I go back to her as much as I possibly can just even in everyday moments but I know I'm a good mum 
Although I am always mum first, my kids will absolutely always be my number one top priority in absolutely everything I do for the rest of my days. Until the day I go to my grave, my kids are my number one and there is just no two ways about it. But having said that, work is still something that connects me to myself. Work is still a very important part of me feeling like me. Work makes me feel good. And I've learned for me to be happy, for me to be my best self, for me to be the best mum I can be, I need to have a balance between the two of motherhood and work. And this is where hustle culture comes into it because that's where the balance has not always lied. When I was in the early days of motherhood, you know, the first few months, I'd say even the first year and even points like up until now, like like I said, it's not a finalised destination things like finding balance in motherhood is a daily choice it's a daily practice it's just being smart about it it's not just choosing it's about also being aware of what works and what doesn't work for you and when I was in the very early stages of motherhood hustle culture and like making the most out of what I could with my job and doing the best I could in my job was still something it like I said it was still a hat that I was really wearing especially in my postpartum days and that is something that I'm choosing to do differently this time but we can get into that in a sec but because I was not practiced with this balance between motherhood because I was a brand new mum and also trying to figure out my career at the same time my career came with humongous like suitcases full of mum guilt every single day. Mum guilt, I think, is something that every mum has all the time, whether it's big or even very little. Being a mum is seeing your heart walk with two legs outside of your own body. Whenever you are not with them or around them or talking to them or being present with them, there's always an element of oh I miss them oh I should be with them there's always that mum guilt and when do I get mum guilt okay let's really be just really open and honest while we're here I get mum guilt when I am not with saint 24 7 sitting here recording this podcast there is always a section in my mind that is is saint okay because I'm not with him is he okay is he missing me I get mum guilt when I've not put him to bed there are 90 99% of saint's life I put him to bed I think there have maybe been four nights in his nearly two years of living that I haven't put him to bed his bedtime to me is such a very very special part of the day it's my one of my favorite parts of the day and I feel awful if I don't put him to bed and give him a kiss and tuck him in I also have big mum guilt if I'm not the first person to get up with him in the morning and I know this is going to be something that I struggle with when we have the new baby and our sleep pattern is completely set up in the air like I know there are going to be days when I won't have had any sleep with the newborn and so Connor is the first person to go into Saint's room and maybe even take him downstairs without coming in to see me and that riddles me with guilt and at this stage in my life I think something that really helped me deal with my mum guilt more recently is realizing I will never be a stay-at-home mum when I look at my life and I look at my lifestyle and I look at my mum guilt, where does my mum guilt lie? It lies in not being with Saint 24-7. It means 
that it lies in not playing the mum role every single second of my whole life I have mum guilt for that but also realizing my love for work and my love for myself and my love for my friends and my love for my relationship I'm realizing that for me it's probably never going to be a possibility that I'm a stay-at-home mum because I love what I do too much and if I was to be mum 24 7 like I sometimes romanticize in my mind of being I wouldn't actually be happy the grass is always greener and I think about how I'd be serving myself if I did give in to my mum guilt and we just have to be very careful because sometimes this guilt of feeling like it would be better if we did things differently it's not actually always the way what I can choose to do though in order to fill that hole of mum guilt is choose to be present with my babies at every moment I possibly can and what does being present look like to me in my mind being present to me looks like really being in that moment and not being on my phone not having a screen going in the background not even thinking about the dishes in the sink that are calling my name at that moment and it takes focus it takes concentration I know it might sound like a really daft thing to say like oh I need to concentrate on being present with my kids but it does take focus if you're not used to it if you have been ingrained with this hustle culture state of mind for however many years it's almost like mentally I work best when I am preparing myself to do that and so if I tell myself for the next half an hour Ellie you are coloring on that playroom floor with saint and you're drawing as many purple diggers or as many yellow giraffes that you possibly can that he wants you to draw in that moment and you're just going to make the most out of that half an hour and you're not going to let anything else take you away from that moment that's what being present looks like to me it's really being there in that moment with saint because babies toddlers children they are so much more intelligent than what we give them credit for ever they are so so smart their energy is so pure they are so precious and so special and they know they know when you're with them but you're not actually with them they know when you're with them and you're just scrolling on your phone they know when you're with them but your mind is elsewhere think back to your own childhood because I think this is something that a lot of us actually dealt with our parents were around but they weren't there in their minds our parents were around but they weren't there in their minds I think back to my own childhood and I think back to moments that I can literally recall because my dad or my mum actually like gave me something back energetically in that moment and this isn't me being like a really attention-seeking child that needed constant validation or like needed the spotlight on her 24 7 not at all I come from one of five I'm used to sharing that at least I was in my childhood like I hope that makes sense but I, I think back to those moments where my where my mum or my dad gave me something back energetically. I could really tell that they were focused on me in that moment and they were genuinely really present in what I was doing. And those are some of the happiest, most fulfilling moments of my life. And I can also remember the feeling of having something really funny or cool that I thought my mum or my dad would 
love and appreci- appreciate and find funny and then just having like a completely flat response because they're thinking of something else in their mind and they're just like going with the motions of picking me up from school and conversing with me just because you know your children are so much more intelligent than you give them credit for and their love language is play it's interaction it's energetical exchange it's being there with them mentally and that doesn't always mean having to play it doesn't always mean having to sit down for half an hour on the playroom floor coloring in with them and drawing diggers it means just including them in whatever you're doing and making them feel like they are a part of your life and that they are wanted there one of my favorite parts of the day is our morning with saint because saint absolutely adores helping around the house like cleaning if you watch my videos on youtube you will know my nearly two-year-old is a hoover obsessed clean lover he just is and it's been taken to no extremes now where it's like everything has to be washed and everything has to be wiped and it's just like a real a really cute really fun phase that he's in but i'm so like proud of seeing him grow into that because it really shows me how much he takes on board like all of those more moments in the morning where I've wiped up his rice krispies from his high chair and I've told him that that's what I'm doing and this is how we do it it's not just been in vain like he's actually taken that in and thought oh okay so we're then going to take the wipe and then we're going to clean it and then we're going to go over to the bin open the drawer put it in the bin and then shut the drawer and now it's like everything has to go in the bin he knows what needs to go in the bin the other day he was he was let loose with his coloring pens and he like scribbled all over the the playroom mat which was washable uh, like it was washable felt tip pens and as soon as he did it and he like recognized five minutes after that there was drawing on the playroom floor he said "Uh oh and he went and got a wipe and this is not me showing off like how intelligent or smart my child is this is an example of how how we've really tried our absolute best to include him in those things like cleaning up instead of sitting him in front of Peppa Pig for half an hour while I clean up after him and try to distract him with something else went and got a wipe from the wipes thing and wiped all of this pen up and cleaned it and said clean 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 and then he went and put it in the bin and he said all done and he clapped his hands and it was like yes it made me cry yes it made me cry because I am pregnant and I'm hormonal and I think like every mum my child is the most amazing thing in the whole wide world but like I said it was also a real moment of noticing just how much saint notices and if you need a reminder of that please go back to the motherhood episode and listen to the poem that I thought was really interesting and really thought-provoking um in that episode I can't remember what it's called but it's from a really great book called higher vibrational parenting anyway being present with saying makes me feel like I can be 100% in every element of my life because it it makes me feel when I have those moments of mum guilt it allows me to know that whenever I am with Saint, I do give my 100% to him and I am always present with him in that moment. So it's not like I've had a really half assed morning with him where I've been scrolling on my phone and checking Instagram and watching YouTube videos and sticking him in front of Peppa Pig or whatever. And by the way, I know I've said a few things about Peppa Pig now. Peppa Pig is the queen, okay? We 
love screen time in this house I'm not saying screen time is a bad thing I will say over the last week we decided to do a screen detox Saint has not watched any tv at all like not even for one minute in the last week I just wanted to see how he was without it because I feel like you hear so much stuff on social media all about screen time and development and blah 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 blah. and like I said full screen time lovers in this house like oh my god I feel like I'm no secret keeper of that like we're going to Thomas land on the weekend babe and Saint's really looking forward to it because he loves choo-choo but he genuinely really interestingly this is just a side note seems like a much happier less overstimulated child honestly and just just after a few days of no screens whatsoever um so that's just something just something really interesting and he was never reliant on them at all there was never a a big moment with a big tantrum where I thought oh my god like he's so obsessed with the tv we need to calm him down with it it was never anything like that it was just something interesting I wanted to kind of see how long we could how long we could really go without feeling like we needed to stick a screen on and it has been a week and it's going really really well so just just thought food for thought out there for any other mums right now but in those moments where I do have mum guilt with my work it allows me to know that maybe I'm being a little bit hard on myself because I am 100% present when I'm with him and like I said for those of us with hustle culture mindsets because it's been ingrained into the way of being for us for however many years and we've seen all of these successful people with these 5am morning routines and they get a workout in every single day and they drink their green juice and then they go on to smash their work day and they do this and do that and then they go home in their sports car like that has been ingrained in us so many times and for those of us who need to hear it what I think works well with those like hustle culture ingrained mindsets is scheduling because if we're just having a break just because that often doesn't sit well with what we've learned what we've been conditioned to know is success and so like with me in postpartum this second time around I am telling myself that I'm literally scheduling myself this amount of time for maternity leave which is something I didn't do with saying and I'm not being particularly strict about it like maternity leave for me doesn't mean I'm not going to upload a podcast I'm not going to upload a YouTube video I'm not going to respond to emails it just means that I'm unsubscribing from this unrealistic mindset of I need to do this by this date this needs to get done and I'm the only person that can do it that is what I'm checking out of and I'm really allowing myself in postpartum some relaxation and I'm scheduling in time for myself and by saying that that I'm scheduling it in makes it feel so much easier to me to do it and I'm purposefully releasing all that my ego is telling me I need to do telling me I need to get done in order to succeed in life and to be the best of the best of it all I'm releasing all of that and I'm surrendering from what I know from past experience with my first baby is that these newborn days and this postpartum chunk of life feels long in the moment but it goes by in the blink of an eye it is an absolute for me mother first season in my life and that's just the way it is like these years are so short and they are truly the best of my life 
I had a real moment with Saint the other day where we were doing some Easter crafting. We were making Easter cards and I had a thought to myself, wow, hang on a minute. I used to dream of these days. When I was literally about 11 or 12, I would see on my way to school, on my way home from school, mums pushing their babies around in prams or playing at the park as I drove past on the bus or whatever. And I remember thinking to myself, that has got to be the best time in life ever. Like you have your babies and you get to do fun things with them all day and your day is just nothing but love and joy and cuddles. Like now it's here and we're just going to push it away. Now it's here and we're not even going to stop to smell the roses because we need to be working this hard to be the best in our career or we need to be doing all these other things that society are telling us to achieve. I want you to really think back to a time in your life, the last time you can remember, that you were really, really stuck into hustle culture and the days were just passing by and you had nothing but this one goal on your mind. And like I said, it doesn't have to be within your career. It can be in whatever you feel like you have been pursuing so much that other things have fallen down by the wayside. And I want you to reconsider when you think back to that time in your life, what if I just knew that if I'd have just relaxed into it, everything would have got done? What if you considered that truth? What if we didn't tell ourselves at that time in our life when hustle culture was so dominant in our life, for whatever reason it was, what if we didn't tell ourselves the stories that we were the only ones that could do it the way we could? And the pressure that if we didn't do it on this date by this time, things were just going to fall apart and the world was going to stop turning. What if we took away those stories that we told ourselves, and what if we just relaxed into the knowing because you know that it all ended up being fine and it all got done in the end, especially with motherhood. And I'm sorry to keep bringing it up if you're not a mum, but it's just such a prime example. It's like postpartum. You stress so much about the house being tidy, quote unquote looking presentable again when am I going to feel like myself again when am I going to lose the baby weight again when am I going to have this done and when is the baby going to sleep and when am I going to go back to work it's like didn't all of that end up getting done in the end anyway did you need to add the extra pressure and the stress onto yourself for now I choose presence with my children over the dishes in the sink I choose presence with my children over looking how I did two years before I had kids. I choose presence with my children before I go back to work. And I want you to remember the next time you feel so caught up in this hustle culture, you feel so like you're putting this invisible pressure on yourself to be the most burned out version of yourself because it's only by being the most burned out version of yourself with no energy and you've given it your absolute all and you're so exhausted and you're feeling overstimulated and things are just falling down the gutter that haven't been a part of that goal only then are you worthy of all of the nice things and the great things and the happiness in life I want you to tell yourself it's a load of rubbish the biggest load of rubbish I've actually ever heard in my life The you that isn't burned out deserves that stuff just as much, babe. And guess what? She's going to have it with a big fat smile on her face because she's not feeling exhausted and she's not feeling 
like she just can't go on anymore and then she gets the nice things she's going to welcome that all with a nice smile on her face so give it to yourself right now you don't need to be burned out to have happiness you don't need to give in to this idea of being the best of the best of everything to have a good life where were you when you last felt fulfilled we just spoke about when was the last time we felt really caught up in hustle culture when was the last time you genuinely felt fulfilled and when you think of that time what did you have and an example that happiness does not lie in all of these external things is when we look back into our childhood because for most of us a lot of us had the privilege that some of the most fulfilling happiest times were when we were children and we didn't have these big responsibilities that we have now we are adult humans some of the most fulfilling moments of my life were when I was feeding the ducks with my grandma it was like a sunny day and what did I have uh a few old crumbs and my grandma walking next to me and a few ducks in the pond and that's all I can remember having but I had that and I felt fulfilled So where can we apply that same beauty, that same magic that we felt so often in childhood with no responsibilities to be the best of the best and apply it to our life today? And I think a really great way to disconnect and unsubscribe from this identity of hustle culture and of being the best that society so often serves us now is by really getting outside of self, by getting outside of things that serve you And consider how you can be there to serve others. In a culture of self-betterment, which is so wonderful to see, you know, these things like therapy, yoga, meditation, healthy eating, they're all so wonderful and they bring so much. Exhibit A, prime example, misses me right here. They're so amazing and they bring so much happiness and joy to our life, but they are still self-centered. They are still focused around what makes me happy. And let me tell you, some of those most fulfilling moments in my life have also been when I am of service to others. There is so much pleasure and so much gratitude when you feel like you're part of something bigger. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, this part of, changing the world mission that it has like thousands of people in it could literally be something as small as picking up the phone to a friend that is going through something right now and just being a lending ear to them and being of service to them in that way it could be something like volunteering it's taking yourself out of your situation that you are in And out of your world that we are all so guilty of falling into the trap of, you know, it's our world and everyone else just lives in it. That that is the way that I mean, that is literally the way our human brain works. It's the way that we we carry ourselves in this life. It's it's all we know is our experience. We don't have the ability to live life in someone else's body through someone else's eyes. But by being part of something bigger and by making it less about us and more about the community and how we can be of service to that there is so much happiness to be found there and it's a really great way to disconnect from this this identity that you're told that you need to be and next time you find yourself really wrapped up in hustle culture I really want you to look at your intentions with what you are hustling look at your intentions I heard recently on a really great podcast that there are four different intentions with the way we do things in life. 
and I'm going to list them going from weakest, the weakest intention to the highest intention. And they're so interesting. The weakest intention that we can have with something that is kind of like, you know, the lowest vibration, it's probably going to bring the less back to us because it's not really in alignment with being our higher self. But doing something with the weakest intention, which is coming from fear or insecurity, you know, the feeling of, I'm not good enough, I'm not relevant. Doing something with that intention doesn't really bring much joy around for us. The next higher up intention, intention number three on the list, is doing something with a target or a goal in mind. It doesn't make you feel necessarily good to do what you are doing, but the idea of the target or the goal sounds like happiness to you, so you're going to go and do it anyway. But it still doesn't really live in love or light intention number two which is climbing even higher up the scale and we're getting to a really good place now is doing something because it feels true to us and it makes us feel really good and we enjoy it and there's love there for us and the highest intention and obviously the goal is to kind of do everything in your life with these top two intentions is to do it out of service and to improve lives so when I think about my work for instance I think about the work that I've put out there with the lowest intention, which is doing something with the intent of feeding my my insecurity or my fear, you know, and, and putting out content that is subsequent to that versus putting out content that, to me, is of huge service to others. That is where we can get out of hustle culture. Like, I'm not even going to lie, Growing Glowing for me is such a passion project and it's such a thing that brings so much love honestly and happiness into my life because it really makes me feel like I'm able to connect with people and help serve them on a higher level than I can anywhere else on any of my other platforms and I mean sure YouTube is my home I love YouTube I love my vlogs I love doing what I do over on there But there's something about this long form content of sitting down and connecting and like having these really deep discussions that it just makes me feel good. And it just is of, in my mind, service to others because we're never alone in these life lessons that we go through. You know, we always say at the start, I am here to be your friend through what can be a really up and down time in life. And it's by sharing these experiences that we, we recognise we're not alone. And so growing and glowing for me is that. It's it's doing it with the highest intention. And I think that is where we should all be trying to sit in everything we do. Instead of what hustle culture so often promotes without even really realising. Which is coming from the lowest intention of doing it out of fear or insecurity that we're just not enough. And really recognising when we are sitting in that lowest intention, where we're putting our self-worth in your hustle culture, in your mind, what you're working so hard towards, is that really where you're putting your self-worth? And is it safe there? Is your worth safe there where you're putting it right now? Or is it coming from that voice in your mind that is saying, you need to do this or you're going to lose this. You need to do this or you're not going to be the best at this anymore you need to do this or you're never going to get that again and all of those thoughts that that fear that insecurity that is coming from a lack of connection with ourselves, it's coming from a lack of practice of connecting 
to who we really are and clearing the mind you know we do those things through things like meditation and deep breathing and being of service to others and really connecting with what makes us happy and clearing the mind of those self-deprecating thought processes but it's about noticing where the things we might be hustling in could actually be releasing our biggest insecurities right there like you're not ever really scared or hustle towards the things that you actually value and love the most in life like I think about where I fall into the trap of hustle culture so much and one place I never feel like I have to hustle culture for is my relationship with my husband or the love for my child and that is where my self-worth lies and this took a huge long bumpy road as we discussed in episode one the very 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 first episode I ever uploaded of growing and glowing it took a long bumpy road for me to get there but there's nothing more important in realizing in life where you put your self-worth and I choose to put my self-worth in what I think of myself as a person what Connor thinks of me as a person because he is the one person in this life that knows me like the back of his hand and sometimes probably better than I think I know myself and how happy my children are and how loved they feel and how safe they feel that is where my self-worth lies and places that I've fallen into this trap of hustle culture before is because I've been putting my my self-worth in things that I shouldn't actually have been putting my self-worth into and like I said it's not a perfected formula it's it's really not this end destination that we manage to all get to one day it is a daily practice and commitment of balancing what society is telling me to do versus living my best spiritual life and listening to what my soul needs 11 11 11 as I say that on my podcast recorder right now that's alignment baby that is higher self we're on the right path so as we come to a close today I just want you to really imagine right now a world in your life where your career doesn't come at the cost of your family time with your friends your health I want you to imagine a world where being the best of the best of the best didn't come first and happiness did instead because that can be available to you literally right now right now There is joy waiting for you to open it. All you need to do is tap in. So, I hope this episode served you in some way, my loves. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Let's finish off today's chat with our growing and glowing moments of the week. And a highlight reel, because we didn't do that at the start. Okay, so just real quick, because I know it's been a long one today. Highlight reel. Number one on my list is hypnobirthing, hypnotherapy. Connor and I actually used to go to hypnotherapy years and years ago, not together, we went separately. Um, But as I have been feeling a little bit more overwhelmed coming up into the birth and bringing my second child into the world as we discussed at the start of this episode, hypnotherapy is something I've introduced back into my life and if you don't know what hypnotherapy is, let me actually just get out the um, the definition. Hypnotherapy is 
the use of hypnosis as a therapeutic technique and the use of hypnosis is a changed state of awareness and increased relaxation that allows for improved focus and concentration so for example you really like get into this really relaxed state you do it all with a trained therapist they almost like speak directly to your subconscious and it all stemmed because I want to really delve back into the world of hypnobirthing for my second birth but there are elements of my life that I want to just have a little bit of hypnotherapy with and I'd highly recommend you guys know I'm a big lover of therapy anyway over here there are many many different forms of therapy I also have my talking therapy uh once a week but this is something I'm choosing to do just as in the lead up to bringing my second child into the world and I am adoring it so hypnotherapy is my number one very simple but being outside now I feel like being outside is honestly so underrated but as the weather has got a little bit nicer we are welcoming spring now which makes my heart feel so happy if you haven't listened to our sprinkling your life episode last week make sure you go over and do that I also uploaded a big welcoming spring into the house vlog last week where we go through home decor and a few baby boy bits and I do some baking and crafting with saint and it was really fun it was like one of my favorite vlogs I've uploaded for a while but as spring is kind of making its way into the world and the sun is shining in our garden a little bit more and it's you know getting a little bit warmer outside oh it just is such a reminder to me of how incredible and underrated being outside really is saint connor and i are always happier people when we have been outside and actually i know we spoke a little bit about the screen detox with saint get outside with your toddler get outside with your baby they are so happy and so calm to just be in nature and like feel the fresh air on their face it's amazing like some days i'm like oh it's bedtime now i i want to keep playing outside with saint because it's so much fun and it makes me so excited for those lovely summer evenings um you know picnicking and it's just such a pleasure to be outside so being outside is definitely on my highlight reel this week and then my growing moment of the week to finish off everybody not to change the note so dramatically but some of you will know if you listen to the grief episode it was recently this week that I'm filming and recording this episode my three-year anniversary of losing my mum and this was a real growing moment for me because I recognised on that day this week just how far I've come as a person and as a grieving daughter because it was the first anniversary of her death that I really was genuinely able to see a lot of happiness and a lot of beauty in that day in remembering her instead of it just being sadness and absolutely saint helped me in seeing that beauty like he's just at such a fun age where he's so he's such a great like distraction and he's such a little reminder of what life is all about that it was much much easier for me to connect with happiness on that day um and of course I had a few sad moments but overall it was much easier than I was ever expecting it to be and that was my growing moment and really really allowing myself to honor that because I feel like there can be guilt as we discussed in the episode all on dealing with grief and loss when it comes to carrying on with your life and choosing to be happy but 
on that anniversary I just noticed I was feeling okay I noticed I was having a nice day in remembering of her and it didn't have to be so sad and the freedom that came with that was the first time I'd experienced it to be honest so that was really lovely and that was my growing moment my glowing moment as I already discussed was absolutely my easter egg card making with saint I just really realized in that moment how happy I was in the being so present with him and sat at my kitchen table with my toddler making easter cards like what that's a day I used to dream of when I was younger and I'm here living it and I'm aware of it and I'm present in the moment and it's just a beautiful beautiful time and that was just a real glowing moment it was just such a happy happy time for me that hour even though saint gave up after like 15 minutes <laughs> but it was just really healing for my inner child and it was just a really really lovely thing to do and I'm just really feeling so blessed to be living in these best years of my life right now so as we sign off I just want you to of course think about your own growing and glowing moments of the week whatever they are I want you to be proud of yourself I want you to be reminded that you are worthy of love and happiness I can hear Saint squealing with giggles and laughter right now downstairs and it is plugging my heartstrings straight into his and I am desperate to go and see him so I'm going to send you a big cuddle and a big kiss today and send you off into the world with all of that love and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week my darlings as always thank you so much for listening today I would love if you guys gave us a rating or a thumbs up or whatever it is that you need to do on the platform that you're watching or listening right now Please also don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, which is at Growing Glowing Podcast. Join the community, honey. You are all welcome. I love you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will speak to you next week. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.